is going on? Um, wow, it's been a week, almost a week. I guess we did Monday, Monday last time. Um, so yeah, so it's been almost a week. Uh, but we're back. So today, today we're going to be talking about income taxes. So the 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 reason, the reason I forgot, it, it was in conversation uh, that I, I came up with the idea behind making this one about income tax. It wasn't, uh, that wasn't the plan. I was going to move into uh, more investment type of things, uh, but I decided that that income taxes is uh, is something that that a lot of people either choose not to educate themselves on. Um, or, or simply just don't, don't really know where to start. So, so that's what, that's what I'm going to help with today. Um, the other thing is if you watched last week or, uh, you saw, uh, the YouTube stream or Facebook stream or whatnot, uh, so last week, the, the stream crashed about halfway through. So hopefully fingers crossed that doesn't happen again. Uh, but with that, what happened was we also lost, uh, I lost all of the, the audio uh, settings that I had before. So, uh, if you don't mind in the chat, if there's, if the audio needs, uh, an, uh, another change, I know I had audio issues the first, the first time that, that I went live. Uh, but if you, if you notice any audio changes, uh, anything that needs to be made this time around, please, please throw it in the chat, shoot me an email, uh, let me know so that so that i can i can critique those um off the live version obviously i'll i'll listen to the audio after after this stream is over um to to see see what it sounded like to me uh but anyways so for income taxes so the like i said before is is a it's a topic that uh some understand some don't understand some um, choose not to understand, or some people just really don't care. They're like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna pay income taxes anyway." So, what is it? What does it really matter if 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 I control it or not? It automatically comes out of my check. I don't have to worry about it, um, so forth and so on. But but it's not that it's not that easy. Uh, and I say it's not that easy because of the fact that you kind of you kind of do you kind of do control uh, your income tax. You kind of do control. Uh, you play a huge part in in how taxes are withheld um so without further ado i'm, I'm gonna jump into it uh so the first part that i talk about uh, that i'm gonna talk about today is is strictly around the basis of uh what income taxes are right so I could I could talk on and on about what income taxes are. I could talk about you know their background, uh, but I'm going to keep that part short and sweet. But I want you to know, uh, and I want I want to equip you with the knowledge of where income taxes came from because income taxes weren't always a thing uh, in America, um, and income taxes is uh, more of an. Uh, I'm not gonna say only American. I didn't look up where they, where all they are, but they're. It's not a. It's not a worldwide thing where everyone does an income tax. So, uh, ultimately, what an income tax is 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 a tax that the government is gonna place on your income. Now, it gets much more in depth than that, um, but it doesn't have to just be your income. It's 
businesses. It's um, individuals with their um, entrepreneurs or whatever. Uh, it's taxes on income, regardless of where it came from. So from working from from wherever, uh, it's that it's that tax that's applied to that income. So if you're if you're curious, uh, the reason why income taxes is so important to to not only you, but income taxes is so important to the government is because 50% roughly, and I'm going to give you a, an exact breakdown, give you a little chart of, I'm going to pull up, uh, but 50% of the government's income comes from income tax. Okay. So, so very, very important because, because when we've, when we've discussed on previous streams about budgeting, when you start thinking about how the government uh, is is looking at uh, taxing your income, and that's contributing to fifty percent of their income and what they have budgeted. Because obviously they make these budgets, and then and then we ultimately we want uh, we want the, or the government is going to to say, you know, this is how much we're going to budget for this and this and this. But they need to know how much income they have to be able to budget like that, right? So it's. It's important that that we understand that that is a source of income for the United States government. All right, uh, so it funds uh, any kind of public services. It funds uh, any kind of government obligations, and that includes uh, salaries for government employees um, and goods for for citizens. Uh, but but it ultimately so so income taxes came started. And then they stopped and then they got brought back. All right. So started in 1862, the idea behind the income tax was we were, we were going into a civil war, uh, and the tax, the income tax was going to help fund that war. Okay. So as soon as the war was done, um, and which was about, you know, once that was all over with, the, the income tax sort of went away. All right. Uh, but it was brought back. So it was reinstated. The actual it's called the Revenue Act of 1913. Uh, and that was uh, that was the and the, that all happened in the passing of the 16th Amendment. Uh, income taxes were brought back. All right. So reinstated originally was just meant to fund the Civil War reinstated later on. OK. So very important to understand that. Very important to understand that because uh, it's not always been a thing, but it was starting in 1913 and, and since we've had we've had income tax. So um, what I wanted to show you is how. Uh, so I'm gonna pull this up, but I'm gonna show you how the the government uh, budgets this right. So biggest income or biggest tax income for federal government so i save these uh so what i what i search so i can find these charts again that i was looking at uh here you go so huge huge uh breakdown but you can see 86 percent come from some 50 from the individual income tax 36 is from the additional payroll tax which i'll, I'll tell you uh so income tax pretty self-explanatory we just went over that income tax is nothing more than a tax on your income right uh payroll tax so payroll taxes are 
if you can imagine or if you've looked at if you've seen all of those little taxes on the bottom of your on of your uh, income tax breakdown, right? So you have your federal income tax, you have a state income tax, you have Medi- uh, Medicare, you have Social Security, all those those Medicare, Social Security, other taxes, uh, taxes that are paid out by your uh, company. So I'm, I'm going to go over that in just a second. But um, anything that's paid out by the company like that, that is those payroll taxes. So ultimately, that still is, is almost tied into your individual income tax. So uh, very important that you see that 86% have some form in their budgeting. So this is what they, uh, what year was this? 20, budget of the United States government, fiscal year 2021. Perfect. Very current. So 86% came from some sort of of income tax because the payroll taxes sort of all fall into that same as paid out of through income or or wages earned. Um, So it's very important that you you see that. Um, Then right here, so the 7% that says corporate income tax, that is 7% come or is budgeted out uh, to come from... uh, profits that were made by businesses so the corporations make a profit they have to pay a tax on their profit Uh, as you can see not a lot of income to the government is coming from that okay so a lot of it's coming from the individuals and what the what your companies are paying out in terms of payroll taxes in with yours and like i said we'll go over that that breakdown type of thing uh three percent excise tax right here so this is tax on goods uh, so that could be, you know, alcohol, tobacco, whatever, fill in the blank. Uh, excise tax is tax on on on, on goods, okay? Uh, and then other uh, other is uh, is pretty much anything else. Uh, there's, I mean, they can. There's multiple places that the Federal Reserve System stuff like that that they receive money from uh, that, that comes in right there. And then these custom duties is just imported tax. So tax on, uh, imported goods. Okay. Uh, so very good breakdown of where the federal government is receiving their money. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, a lot of the money is coming from you. So you fund the government. So, uh, the, the government is, is, is solely dependent upon you as an individual, me as an individual and everyone to our left and right as individuals to help fund them. Okay. So with that being said, uh, your, the, the income tax is broken down a little differently for businesses, what a business income tax looks like. And then what, uh, you as a, as an individual, your income tax looks like. Uh, so business income taxes is going to be the income taxes that apply to corporations, partnerships, uh, small businesses, people that are self-employed, um, that, that type of, that type of income tax is going to go against those people. All right. Uh, so this is, uh, the, the biggest part, I guess that, that I want, I want to make sure everyone understands when it comes to talking about businesses, the, the business itself, the business itself is not taxed off of revenue, okay? So a business is not taxed off of revenue. Revenue would be gross wages earned, okay? So everything that that, that business brings in is not taxed. So this is, this is where um, 
this is where it, it becomes kind of you have to really understand that that a business income tax doesn't only apply to their it doesn't apply to their revenue at all it applies to their profits so whatever their revenue is minus their expenses is going to end up being what their their taxable profit or taxable income is okay so that's that's very important to understand because it's, it's much different than how us as individuals uh, do our money right so we we don't get to to take out our expenses before we say oh well I spent you know all this money on on my my rent or my my mortgage or my my gas or my groceries we don't have the ability to say well I spent all that on that so that lessens my no businesses have the ability to do that okay so when it comes to the business side though they also have a requirement or responsibility that they're going to pay um they have a, they're going to pay some of the employees tax as well so if you knew that if you didn't know that now you know your company the company that you work for you're paying a portion of your income tax requirement your business is also paying a portion of your income tax requirement okay so there you both you both are going together you both are, are filling this thing out um so employers will generally hold part of your social security and medicare taxes um and then they also pay for your federal unemployment tax and state unemployment taxes normally so every every state is is uh, different, but normally something like that, that, that structure is what plays out. Okay. So the biggest part, the biggest takeaway from business income tax that I want everyone to understand that I want everyone to think about is that the reason why when, when, when government, uh, employees, government officials, government, uh, anyone in a, a, governmental position of of i don't want to i want to use the term of of policy or or, or or structure or anything that has ability to ability to be a policy maker or you're going to hear the terms well we need to tax the rich we need to we need to get uh we need to tax profitable businesses we need to get you know higher taxes on businesses because they're making a killing uh tax corporations the, re the reason that doesn't work, so everyone, it sounds good, it sounds great, everyone, all for it, everyone wants to be for taxing corporations, so it's twofold, right? So the first thing is, you're not going to be able to tax the rich, okay? So when it comes to tax taxing the rich and and getting taking advantage of them making more money, it, it, the reason that doesn't work is because of the simple fact that they have inside of that business the ability to only tax profitable income. So anything that anything that that business uh, decides to, to claim as an expense lowers their profitable income. Okay. So when we go out and we say we're going to tax the, the corporation, we're going to tax the business, we're going to tax or tax tax, it, it, it can't work because they have the ability to pay all of their expenses first and then you want to tax their profitable income. 
that's that that can they can they can easily uh, they can easily influence their their tax bill easily influence their tax bill okay so so you 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 can't um, they are allowed by law to pay all of their bills before their tax bill they're allowed that's that's completely legal and you can be upset about it but that's completely legal it's completely legal for a company for a business for a corporation to to pay all of their bills and then their tax bill totally legal so the second reason that is twofold is that these companies have the the they have the on hand cash they have the on hand assets to pay the best lawyers and when these new laws when new laws come out that say we're going to tax big businesses we're going to take take advantage and, and get more money out of big businesses they have the money to get the best lawyers and they will read and find the loopholes in every single law because there are there are laws there's loopholes in every law and people come up with them those lawyers and those businesses will take advantage of that and and they'll they will be able to to still once again lower their tax bill so uh that's vital it's very important that that we all understand that that businesses have a have a requirement to to help pay portions of your individual income tax uh in addition to yourself but they they have the ability to pay all of their expenses before that tax bill okay so uh, pretty pretty straightforward i would say pretty straightforward in that sense so hopefully everyone's got that if you don't pop in the chat uh and let me know let me know if, if, if something else you want me to cover on that so so what you all really probably if, if, if you're watching this it's it this is what you really cared about personal individual income tax all right so income tax placed on all personal wages salaries uh any kind of personal income this is the tax that's placed on you all right so pretty pretty straightforward uh but this this is what this is what you probably care about so you you've heard the business like yeah i got it dude i got i got the i got that the businesses i got that they i can't control them i got that they got all the advantages of paying expenses okay but what about me all right perfect so we're gonna hit we're gonna hit what about you so that's that's the, the 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 speaking point of right now is personal individual income tax. So, uh, first off, the first thing we're going to bring up is a list that lets you know that there are currently seven states. This is state statewide. I'm going to hit state first, and we'll go federal. Seven states that don't have federal or, or state income tax. All right. Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. Zero income tax, state income tax. Okay, so they only pay federal income tax. Tennessee and New Hampshire only tax interest, income, and dividends. So this would be interest that you receive on a savings uh, account or something of that nature or 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 dividends uh, on on stock purchases or um, that that would be you know ideal or something that you would pay taxes on so if you received a lot of interest on on a savings account or you paid a dividend or you receive a stock dividend or something of that nature uh, you would pay taxes on that all right now the biggest thing that i want you to see so i found this 
Uh, I found this here chart. And what this does is it shows you exactly where states. So pretty much what this is, is, is a chart that shows you how much, even without, see, even, so I want you to take into consideration all of, all of what I just said. So seven states, let me, where were they again? I wrote them down. Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. All right. So those states offer zero income tax. But the, the part that I want you to remember is that do not be blind to the fact that, oh, I should just move to a state, a state that doesn't you know, pay income tax. Well, first off, income tax in some states is, is relatively low. Um, but these, these states that I just named, they are still receiving money. They still are receiving an income uh, from their residents. So what I found was this chart right here, taxes by state. So what this shows is the, the taxes that each, each state, so relative to, to all their taxes, everything, um, local tax rates, you know, all their taxes, which states is it most expensive to live in? All right. So I want you to look at this. So this is a chart, all 50 states I got, and I found this. It's on Wallet Hub, best and worst. What is it called? So this is as of March 10th. Uh, best worst states to be a taxpayer. Tax rates by state. So easily you can look at this and you can see, you know, these light colors are really, really um, expensive. Um, and then you have the lighter colors and then the darker you get, the better. So right here, this is what I want you to see. So first off, the first one I want to bring up is Alaska. So Alaska is one of the states that has uh, no income tax. Well, what I'll also say is they're also one of the relatively uh, uh, more financially easy states to live in right here, Alaska, number one, lowest ranked state, um, percent of tax on median U S households, annual state and local taxes on median state households. This is completely, um, this is completely state dependent. Okay. This has, this does not bring it into effect federal because everyone pays the same federal tax brackets and we'll get to those. So, Annual state local taxes on the median U.S. household. Um, this is the rate. So what I want you to see is that right here, they don't have an income tax and they have the lowest tax. So if you want to go live in Alaska and because they don't have state income tax, I tell you it's not the craziest thing you've ever said because they do have when it comes to total percentage of taxes on on the state. They do bring the, the lowest percentage. Okay. So what's another one that, I, so I said there was seven, right? There's seven that don't have an income tax. So that should be these seven, right? You would think, right? But I just want to hit those seven real quick. And then as I scroll through the chart, if you see your state, um, or if you want to pop in the chat and, and, and I'll scroll down to your state or whatever, just let me know. But, uh, the second one was Florida. So Florida, uh, actually, let's do Nevada because Nevada is is right here. Four, they do not have a state income tax. If you told me you were going to live in Nevada, then absolutely, go do it right here. Boom, 
Number four, not too shabby. Good to go. Uh, who's next? Is South Dakota down here? Nope. Uh, Florida was right here. So Florida, relatively inexpensive, no income tax. South Dakota, Texas, Washington, Wyoming, no income tax. So we've got one, two, three, four out of the seven is in the top seven. After that, uh, as you can see, they, they drop pretty quickly. Uh, so uh, where's the, where's, there was one I saw that was really interesting. Um, Washington. Washington doesn't have a state income tax, and they're the 37th most expensive state out of the 50 to live in, tax-wise. All right? That was one. The other one was... We had... I don't see them... Texas, Texas was worse. No income tax, 41st out of 50. No income tax, though. Once again, this is what I'm saying. Uh, then the last one was South Dakota, and I don't see sound right there. Boom, 27. So 27, 41, and 37. M most expensive states, but no state income tax. So that's what I tell you. Do not be blind to the fact that you don't receive a state income tax, that you're not paying just as much, if not more, in taxes. Um then then uh welcome pippa glad you're here then then most other most other people so don't think that don't think that because because your your income taxes is, is is you don't have a state income tax that you're not you're not you know lesser or better off than than the next state right because ultimately uh as you can see in this list there's there's who do they, they, you know, out of the 50 states that we have here, um, this shows you that there's a ton of, a ton of states that don't have an income tax that are also, uh, very expensive to live in. So, um, I am currently living in Hawaii. So 24th, 24th out of the 50 states, uh, average 10.62%. I mean, I guess interchangeably, we could be changed with North Carolina, because uh, they're about the same, 10.62. What's the only difference right here? Uh, a little different in the average, which I don't see how that's possible. I guess, anyways. So, so yeah. So, so this is this is the this is the stuff I want you to see. Don't be blind by the fact that you may or may not live in a in a state that that doesn't offer income tax. Go look at this chart. Go if you wherever state you're in. Go look at this chart and see where you fall at uh, from Alabama. Alabama, 15th. Boom. What is this over here? Adjusted overall rank based on cost of living index. Oh, I didn't see this. I didn't see this one over. Adjusted overall rank. This is all based on cost of living. So Alaska dropped to three. Interesting. So they were one and now they're three. Uh, one, two, and three were just interchangeable. It just looks like Delaware is cheaper to live in. Delaware and Montana is just cheaper to live in than Alaska. Let's see what else we got. So uh, that would probably move Florida. I mean, Hawaii down here to the bottom, didn't it? Yeah, twenty was 24, now 43. Yeah, cost of living just shot it up. New York is 49 and 51. Um trying to see like washington 37 and 44 so there so this is this is a good example you remember uh you remember how close hawaii and 
uh, uh, North Carolina was, right? 24 to 43. And then we come up here and they have the exact same percentage, but cost of living. Let's see, where do we, oh, North Carolina right here. So they dropped to 16 from 23 to 16 because of cost of living. So once again, don't be blind to the fact, I'm not, I can, I could keep talking about this. This is a fun chart to look at, but don't be blind to the fact that, that you are, um, tax, you're, you're, you don't have an income tax, but, but you're, you know, you, you could be better or worse off than, than the next person. Okay. So don't be blind to that fact. All right. So the, the thing about income tax is that you control it. And I said that from the beginning is that you control it. So the IRS does offer tax exemptions, credits, uh, deductions, so forth and so on that help lower that tax, uh, taxable income. And that helps lower what your tax bill is. Okay. So you may or may not end up paying taxes on all of your income. Most likely you're not going to pay taxes on all of your income. So where does your income tax go? So this is probably if I was, if I was spending money, if I was giving money to the government, I would be curious to say, where does the money go? Okay. So the easiest way is public school systems, roadways that you drive on, um, national security for, you know, for the country, uh, welfare system. It does fund welfare system and, uh, Medicare and social security. It goes to both of those. So, um, with the idea that you will end up using social security or Medicare, uh, if you want to learn more about social security, uh, watch the last stream on start, start preparing for retirement today. So go check that out if you missed the social security, but anyways, uh, that's, that's where your, that's where your income tax goes. All right. So, um, now how I want to break down the income tax, uh, pretty, pretty straightforward. So what I, what I want to do is, is first, uh, show you that here we go. So the first thing I want to show you is that, or, or tell you is that income tax. So the, uh, income tax rate is uh, 15.3%. 12.4% of that goes to Social Security, and the other 2.9% goes to Medicare. So that's that breakdown. Is And, and this is for um, specifically right now, the 15.3 that I'm specifically talking about, the only person that's paying the 15.3 uh, in income tax is the self-employed um, income tax rate. So I'm, I'm going to give you the breakdown. It's a little different for, um, for those that, that, uh, that are, are, are not self-employed that you're employed, you know, that you have an employer, uh, but self-employment tax rate is 15.3, 12.4 and 2.9. Okay. So who pays that? All self-proprietors, uh, all, uh, are sole proprietors, self-employed, uh, independent contractors, freelancers, anyone of that nature they pay that tax rate. Okay. So with that being said, uh, if you make, you have to, if you fall into that category and you make more than $400 in net earnings from your self-employment, you need to pay taxes on it. Okay. That's, that's what the federal government state, that's what the IRS states made more than $400 and you fall into one, that category, one of those categories, sole proprietor, um, self-employed contractor or anything of that nature. Okay. 
how much uh, well this is this is pretty pretty easy uh, to come up with uh, so it's, it's all the same as as how how much when we talked about business taxes earlier you as a self-employed uh, sole proprietor independent contractor you have the ability to pay uh, you only pay taxes on your income so it's your revenue minus your expenses comes up with your taxable income okay minus all of your expenses so any expense you have in relations to your business or your because you're self-employed sole proprietor independent contractor freelancer any any costs that come with that you can uh, pay those first off of your revenue and then what's left is your profit your taxable income okay so uh, there's 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 calculators out there I could I mean like I think TurboTax uh, the one I was looking at uh, to or I was going to show you is the Tax Act I think was the one I was looking at to show you because it was probably the um, uh, self-employed tax self-employment tax calculator tax act so come go look at this if you're if you're one of those categories pretty much you you know your employment income um so this is your total self-employment income minus deductible expenses uh this is the hourly or salaried income you earn from an employer so this is zero for most personnel so if you made 50 thousand dollars this is your tax amount and you know this is the 15.3 percent i talked about and this is your tax bill okay so this is how much you need to set aside if you expect to make this much this is how much you need to set aside to pay at the end of the year all right so uh oh this is this is good this is what i was just talking about so employees who receive a w-2 so they only only pay half of their social security and medicare taxes this is what i was talking about where your employer pays the other half uh so that's the reason why 15.3 percent is the self-employment they pay the full medicare and social security uh you only pay if you're a w-2 employee or you you're you have an employer that is paying the other half of your taxes they're paying the other 6.2 1.45 percent okay hopefully that that clears that up so uh income tax brackets that's what i'm going to talk about next so is there any questions so far hopefully not uh if you do if you have questions always feel free post in the chat you're not going to throw me off i've got i've got a nice um I'll pretty much write out a uh, outline of what I want to talk about. So you're not going to mess me up by by being in the chat room, by, by chatting in the chat room. You're not going to mess me up. So with that said, use something like this if you don't know if you if you don't know what your tax bill is going to be. So you could come up with what your tax bill is going to be right here. If you saw, um, if you saw, for instance, your uh, you there's a calculator out there for yourself as well, right? Uh, but if you saw that you made fifty thousand dollars and that two thousand has been held by your employer already, you know you would be able to come up and say, you know, whatever this whatever this is. I don't even know if this works for non self-employed. It's probably just zero. Yeah. Anyways, there's there's calculators out there that show you if you if you see if you're on track, uh, and we're gonna get to that in just a second. So. Uh, with that income tax state brackets so let me I'm gonna pull go ahead and pull up these sheets real quick uh, I will be right back
Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. All right. All right, so I got these sheets pulled up. Um, so what I want to talk about is, first off, I want to talk about your state taxes, okay? So state individual income tax. So there's two types of state income tax, right? So you have a flat tax, state income flat tax, and you have a progressive tax. Uh, most states use the progressive tax structure, and every state is different. Uh, there's some that resemble each other, but they each have the ability to influence and change their tax brackets or their tax layout, however they see fit. Okay. So flat tax, I wrote down the ones that are uh, flat tax rates. So Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Utah. So those states that I just named those have a flat tax rate. So across the board, doesn't matter how much money you make, you're going to pay the same income tax on all of your income. All right. Progressive tax systems, what they do is it like the federal income tax rates are progressive income tax rates are progressive um, outline. So uh, for every other state that I didn't name has a uh, some form of progressive income tax uh, chart. And I'm going to show you what a couple of those look like. Uh, but uh, I just want to bring up a couple that, that they, they're vastly different because uh, Hawaii has the, the biggest or um, largest number of brackets at 12. So they have 12 brackets uh, based off of your income tax. And then you go to an, on the far other end of the spectrum is Rhode Island with three. Uh, and there's some other states with three. Uh, but Rhode Island with three and Hawaii with 12 it lets you know that there's, there's, uh, you, you should know where you fall in, in your income tax. And most people don't care, right? They look at it and they're like, well, I don't, I don't really care because it comes out of my check and I don't really have to worry about it. But you do, you do need to worry about it because if you can predict, and I'm going to talk about this at the end when I wrap this whole thing together, if you can predict what your tax bill is, you know how much money you make annually. If you can predict what your tax bill is, it can eliminate uh, you from giving out money that, that you could be bringing home to you. Okay. So it is very important. It's very important that you understand your, where you fall at on your income tax and what your income tax bill looks like or what it should look like. And then your goal is to get as close to your withholdings as possible, uh, to where your tax bill breaks even. Okay. So I brought this up because I wanted to run through how this looks okay so states with no income tax this is a good a good outline a nerd wallet 
uh, state income tax rates. Uh, states with flat income tax rates, you can see, uh, so right here, as I said earlier, Tennessee, dividends and interest income only. Uh, Utah, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, you can see these tax rates, you know, 5%, 4%, fairly uh, conservative, uh, I would say, income tax rates. And then you have progressive income tax rates. So you can see the number of brackets. Alabama has three, three, five, six, nine, seven, seven, all these Hawaii at a whopping 12 brackets, right? I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, there's nobody else that even has above 10 and Hawaii is running a fat 12 income tax brackets. So, and that's, that ranges from 1.4 to 11% income tax rates. So with that being said, this is the stuff you need to know. You need to know what your federal or what your state income tax uh, rates are. You need to find out what your federal income tax rates are. And we're going to go over both. So this chart or this this uh, sheet right here, this this website, this nerd wallet, state income tax rates in 2020, what are they and how they work? Um, this is a good reference uh, for for these these charts but you're you're probably asking well if there's three brackets from 500 to three thousand one dollar how, how do i know if i'm a two or a three or four or five percent well that's where this other this other website that i've i'm going to bring up is going to show you so down here at the bottom this this is a little bit more of a complex chart okay so it's, it's not as pretty and fancy and and, and and it can look confusing okay uh, but ultimately what I want you to see from this chart is this single filer or married filing jointly, they broke it down very simply, um, very simply is, is what you're looking for. So Alabama, remember it was, it was 500 to $3,001. Okay. So what this means, how you read this is if I'm a single filer, right? From zero to five hundred dollars, or zero to technically, um, yeah, five hundred dollars is going to be two percent. I'm going to pay a two percent income tax rate on. From five hundred to three thousand dollars, I'm going to pay a four uh, percent income tax rate on. And then after that, so any anybody making more than three thousand dollars is paying a 5% income tax rate on your money if you're a single filer. Same percentages go for married uh, filing jointly, except for the amount that you can make doubles. Pretty easy, right? Alabama's was pretty easy. But you can go through here and you can see, uh, like Hawaii's for instance, you can get quite, quite confusing because you're, you're, you're falling into all these brackets, okay? Uh, and how to read these progressive income tax brackets. I'm going to, I promise you, we're going to look and it's gonna, I'm going to go over uh, the income tax brackets and how you fall in, how you don't really fall into a bracket. Okay. So I'm going to go over that and how this whole thing works. I'm going to wrap it all together and you're going to understand it. I know you are. I know you are. It's really not as complicated as it looks, but for this, for Hawaii, for instance, there's 12 brackets right here, 12 of them. So you pretty much your maximum income tax bracket is, you know, whichever one of these you fall into, but this is where, how you can see which percentage of, um, of, 
of taxes that you would pay. So uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too too deep into this, but I want you to see how vastly different. Uh, so all these gray states are those uh, not no income tax states that we talked about earlier. Um, you can see these dash states is the ones that uh, we we discussed was on uh, interest and dividends only. And then you can see all these other states and how theirs are vastly different in terms of these are the, the, the top. These are only the top rates. OK, so like Hawaii, 11%. But as you can see down here, there's actually a 1%, 1.4% 1 if you make under $2,400. Um, then it goes up. So anything above in Hawaii, you're paying 8.25% if you make uh, anywhere between the median household income, I think right now is like 76000 So most people. Hawaii residents are making uh, are paying uh, this being their maximum tax bracket and I'm going to talk about that you're not you're not in an 8.25 percent tax bracket unless who you're talking to understands that um, most people most people if you understand income taxes you understand the structure but uh, you're you're this is your maximum tax bracket okay so we'll get to that so hopefully hopefully everyone sees this uh, I'm going to, this is all, I'm going to wrap up the state income tax because it, it, it varies by state. I could get into every single state. I could go through and have everyone in the chat tell me what the state they're from and we go over your state individually. But um, if you have questions about it, please uh, shoot me an email. Uh, just go to the financialmirror.org, bottom of the page, contact, fill out any questions you have. Uh, I'd love to answer them. So go through here and play with, play with the chart and see where your taxes fall in at. Okay. Uh, so pretty easy, right? So the next thing is, is a little, little easier to look at, uh, but income tax brackets 2020. So this is a little easier to look at. It's not as, uh, not as encumbersome as, as the other, uh, there's seven tax brackets that we currently fall under, under the current. So this is the current income tax structure for uh, the United States. This is what we're looking at. These are the seven uh, tax brackets that you fall you fall within. So 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37%. This is the current. Now, this is where um, I want... I want you to see that you you don't fall into a bracket. All right. Um, so this I brought this image up. I wanted to bring up this website because I want you to understand that uh, this this shows you very much uh, what how much you pay out of each tax bracket. So uh, how this works is is pretty straightforward let me see if i uh yeah yeah this is this is pretty good this is about what i would draw if i put it up on google sheet so fifty thousand dollars this is this is probably the best example because it, it jumps between two brackets i mean three brackets this only jumps between two so when someone says when someone says man i fall into the 22 percent tax bracket uh what they actually mean is that their maximum tax bracket is 22%. So what what some would want to think is that 22% of their income goes to um, that 22% of their income goes to their their tax bill. 
So if we pull up the calculator, $50,000 times 0.22, that would be saying that uh, $11,000 right here would go to their tax, uh, to that tax bracket. Okay. Um, that this is this is the misconception this is the misconception that constantly happens is that you can see right here that without doing without me having to do all the math and go through all this individually you can see that uh, if you had fifty thousand dollar income you pay ten percent on the first ninety eight seventy five twelve percent on the chuck on income between ninety eight seventy six and forty thousand and then twenty two percent on the rest okay and that would fall into the 22%. So the total bill would be about 6,800, which is only 14% of your taxable income. Okay. So your effective tax rate right here is 14%. So if someone tells you that everyone's effective tax rate is different based off of what, how much you make. So, I fall into 22% if I make 55,000, but my effective tax rate may be or will be uh, a little bit more than yours because my now, you know, in that final bracket that you had uh, the 40, so 15, uh, rough, roughly um, $9,875. Uh, right there that you had in that, I'm going to have to add another 5,000. So now I'm at 13,000, right? So I have 13,000 versus your 9,000 that's going to be getting paid or 8,000 that's going to be getting paid at the 22% rate. So mine's going to be a little higher, but not much, but this is, this is how federal and those state structures, this is how they break these down. Okay. So it's not, it's not a simple like, oh, I, if you get 20, if I'm on the 22%, I pay the 22%, so forth, so on. No, this shows you. If you, if you pay, um, if you pay any of these, so right here, if you fall, this is the best chart to look at because let's say you made 55000 So your tax bill is this. So all you would do, if you can see the calculator right here, if you made 55000 oh, sorry messed that up. So if you made 55,000, I messed it up again. Anything, anything that you make over 40,125. So $14,875, that gets taxed at 22%, which is that's your tax bill, plus the 4,617.50 that got you there. Okay? So then so yeah, so mine's just over 14%. So 14.34%, okay? So that's how you do this math. That's how this this is how the federal state tax structure works is that this chart is very straightforward because you can just go to your bracket. They tell you how much your tax bill is up to that point including all of this stuff and then uh, you you pay the difference. So if you were if you made $100,000 so your tax bill is this plus 24% over the 85,525. So 100,000 minus your 85,525 equals that, right? So this you're going to pay 24% on plus the tax bill so far up to here is that. 
So that's your total tax bill. So your tax bill for the year or your effective tax rate is 18%, right? So a, a little easier, sorry if you, there. There's your effective tax rate uh, as a percentage, 18.0795%, 18.08%. That is your effective tax rate. That is the rate where you can say, based off of your income, because now what you can do, uh, uh, can I see those? If I pull this out, yeah, there we go. How much is my tax bill again? 18079. So then just take my $100,000 and do the 180795, and there's my tax bill, which is the same as this guy down here, right? So now that I have my effective tax rate and I come up with how much my my income is per year, I know what my income is per year, right? Because I've done all these other all these other walkthroughs with Financial Mirror previous weeks. I know what my income is. I know what my annual gross income is. This is this is your annual gross income. This is the tax bill before they've already taken taxes out of your check. Gross income. Um, then they're going to take them out. It's going to help bring down your taxable income. Um, uh, or that's going to bring out bring down how much you owe at the end of the year. But the goal is to get this much. So if I know my effective tax rate is the 18 point whatever percent, 18.0, what did I say it was? 18.0795%. If I know my effective tax rate is that, I know before any deductions or credits or anything that my tax bill is going to be $18,079.50 in the year. Okay. That's, that's the, that's the goal is that if you understand this, if you understand what your effective tax rate is, you understand how much you owe in taxes this year and not just some random off the wall number where they're, where they're going to take, you know, this much tax and they're going to give me this much. Like you need to know how much your tax bill is. It's going to help you. And the next part that we're going to go over. So uh, know that. Know your effective tax bill. Know know that you're not in the individual bracket, uh, and that you can affect your uh, that you can affect your your total your total income. Okay. So understand that. Understand that uh, wholeheartedly. All right. Let's see. Tax credits and deductions is the next thing I had on the list. Uh, I have a dry throat. I'm going to run a quick break real quick. Uh, drink some water. I'll be right back. I'm not going to make y'all sit through that. Be right back. All right. Ooh, feel better. Dang, I didn't realize we've been, I've been streaming for an hour. Nice. All right, so tax credits and deductions. Hey, I appreciate everybody for, for stopping by. I do. I appreciate everybody that's uh, that's watching, stuck around, that's enjoying it. Uh, if you have any feedback, please, I love feedback. Give me all the feedback you want. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, last week we, we went down, so it wasn't as... Last week was a little, a little tougher because I think I lost everybody, and then by the time I got it back up and working, it was sort of—I know the sound was off, like it was, it was bad. But I'm glad we're back. Hey, and now, completely off subject, but if you are a subscriber, I have uh, created some. If you look at the chat box, I have some amazing, 
Uh, there's my, uh, just threw in there, my, uh, Ace. Ace is my dog. If anyone doesn't know, uh, a lab named Ace. So he is the financial guru. So I take all of my advice from Ace. So Ace comes up with these classes and I just, I just go over them. Okay. So, uh, he's, he's the main, the main brains behind the operation. So I could not. I could not come up with this stuff without Ace. So if you're if you're a subscriber, you have this smart Ace emoji uh, uh, emote thing that you can throw into the chat at any time when something sounds smart and you realize that I didn't come up with it, that Ace did. And then when something just absolutely blows your mind, you're like, wow, like is this dude serious? Bang. There's my are you are you serious emote. So. Uh, I've got some, I've got some emotes in there for, for the, um, for the subscribers. Uh, and then I just added the, the badges for the, for the subscribers to have next to their name. You can see on mine, the, the, it's, it's financial mirror logo badges. So sorry, completely off subject, but. But I wanted to throw that out there. Those I made I made those and uh, wanted to throw them up there for for people to throw in the chat if they're interested. But so here we go: tax credits and deductions. So it's great. So, anyways, tax credits. Pretty straightforward. Uh, tax credits are simply things that are given to you. The tax credits are are, are given are handouts practically. So tax credits, you don't have to do anything for them. You just qualify. They've, they've come up with these tax credits and uh, you don't do anything for a tax credit except qualify. So uh, a couple of them, I wrote down two that, that I thought may, may interest or may apply, be applicable to uh, people that are watching the stream maybe. So uh, the two of them that I wrote down was American Opportunity Tax Credit, which this is a tax credit uh, that allows allows someone that is that is starting their first four years of higher education, uh, i.e., uh, college. I'm not sure all the I didn't I didn't pull out all the details, you know. Uh, so if you it's called the American Opportunity Tax Credit. So go look it up if you're in college for the first four years. You you know you never you never file taxes. Go look it up. It's twenty five hundred dollars up to twenty five hundred dollars per student. Uh, for your first four years, so go look that one up if that's a, if that's a tax credit that may apply to you because these are credits that you're already going to school. The American Opportunity Tax Credit lowers your tax bill uh, by that much, up to twenty five hundred dollars per student uh, because you're in school. Okay, so so take advantage of that if it's if it's if it's something that's available to you, but. This is what tax credits. I hope that makes sense. Of what a tax credit is. And the other one I wrote down was lifetime learning credit LLC. It's worked up to two thousand dollars for undergrad, graduate, or professional studies. Um, this one's a little bit, uh, a little bit more has more criteria with it. Uh, single. If you're filing single, your income has to be less than sixty-eight thousand. Uh, and if you're if you're a joint filer, your income jointly has to be less than one hundred thirty-six thousand. So look these up. Uh, but those are tax credits. So tax deductions are a little bit different. So these are uh, these are save you percentage based off of your highest tax bracket, federal tax bracket. Okay. So if you made if you had a thousand dollar deduction, 
you would save 22% of the of the thousand dollars. If that makes any sense, hopefully. So, um, if you if you had a thousand dollar deduction, 22%, you save 220 dollars. Makes sense. Perfect. Things uh, tax uh, deductions, tax deductions are all based on. Um, or, or things like medical expenses, uh, mortgage interest deduction, charitable contribution deduction. These are these are tax deductions. So these are these are things that are, that are helping deduct or lower that tax bill uh, uh, through deduction. So to look those up, I'm not a I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a uh, I'm not a tax professional. Uh, by no means am I here to give you tax advice. All I'm saying, all I'm providing is knowledge that says. These are things I should be knowledgeable of. So when I go talk to my tax professional or my tax advisor, that I have the knowledge to understand what they're talking to me about. So tax credits, tax deductions, you know the difference. You understand what a difference in the credits and the deductions are. So the next thing before I'm, I'm going to go into, I'm going to get into a W-4 and how you, how you look at your W-4 and how, why you should, please, why I'm encouraging. So the challenge this week actually is to go and look uh, at your W-4, um, I want to show you the new W-4 form. They, they came out with a new one in, uh, in 2020, so uh, they updated the 2019 W-4 form. So if you haven't looked at it, uh, it looks totally different than what you've what you've looked at before. So uh, we're going to get to that. But what I wanted to pull up first uh, is uh, I'm not here by any means, uh, by no stretch of the imagination, do I want to be political on this stream uh, by any means. However, because we have the election coming up, what I want to to show you, um, what I want to show you is nothing more than than what the projected or what 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 the the tax brackets are going to look like. Um, what the tax brackets are going to look like come um, depending on you know who who wins the election so uh there there it, it is it once again i'm not here to be political i'm not here to, to to show you anything other than what what is projected okay and and give you give you the facts of what's what's been talked about um what each each candidate, and I'm talking major candidate. Obviously, there's there's many presidential candidates. There's not just uh, the Republican and Democratic nominees. There's there's many uh, candidates that are out there. So they all have their own tax their own tax agendas. Uh, but what I wanted to show you is what you can expect heading into uh, post election time frame after we have a president depending on who wins, what you can expect from a tax standpoint. Because obviously, we went over 50% of the budget is built off of personal income tax. So not here to get not here to get political, but I want to show you what the future looks like, depending. Uh, neither are or neither are better than the other. Okay, so um, they each have great things about them. And they each have flaws. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you numbers, um, and then I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about, Hey, Pippa, thanks for the subscription. Truly appreciate it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to talk, I'm going to show you numbers. I'm going to show you 
show you how this this stuff works um but i want i want you to 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 take this and and, and you you know see how this could impact or, or or change you so uh trump i'm gonna start with trump's so trump passed in 2017 uh the tax cut and jobs act uh you'll see it abbreviated tj uh, or tcga uh, oh, too many acronyms tcja so with uh trump's tax cut and jobs act um that's that's still he's got he's got ideas that says uh he's going to do trump tax act 2.0 or whatever the problem with the with what trump has done is he has not come forth and said this is what trump tax act 2.0 looks like so the that's the problem that i have with what it is so right now that the the current tax structure changed when he came into office so this that you see on the screen 10 12 22 24 32 35 37 this became what it is trump uh and stated this okay so all of this came from uh that that tax cut and jobs act in 2017 the problem with with the tax cut and jobs act is that it is planned on uh it has an expiration date it's not permanent so it it has an expiration date of 2027 and how it looks and and you can go look this up and and see but that after 2021 it looks as if there's a stepping stone or a step ladder that uh increases tax tax rates um minimally but they they go up minimally every two years if, if i'm not mistaken uh up to the the 2027 which is the six the six years so um go look all these up and and, and maybe you can find more on trump 2.0 than i can but i i've looked and looked and this is before i was even going to talk about this um because obviously i care about income tax i care about how much I'm paying in income tax. It means a lot uh, because this is money that I'm funding to the government and half the time they don't do, you know, what, what I would like to see them do with the money that I'm giving them. So uh, the less I can give them, the better. So the Trump currently with 2.0 wants to extend that. He wants to extend past 2027, leaving this tax current tax structure in place for until at least 2021 and then changing uh, thereafter. Okay. So, that's that's Trump 2.0 uh, currently, but as I said, the the flaw in this whole thing is that he has not come out. He's talked about you know this and this and this and this, this but he hasn't come out and formally said this is what Trump tax 2.0 looks like. This is what um, tax cut and jobs act looks like after 2021. This is what if it becomes permanent. This is so so I have a, I have a problem with that because I really want to see uh, what is being implemented after that. So, so that's that. Um, Biden did. Uh, so moving over to Biden. Uh, so Joe Biden did come out with what he wants the tax structure to look like. Um, and it actually, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not foreign. The tax structure that he is wanting to implement is not foreign by any means. And I'm going to show you how unforeign it is. Um, so, this is now 2020. All I have to do is scroll down and show you the 2016 brackets. 
So this is, he wants to move the tax brackets back to what they were uh, when Obama, when he was vice president. So uh, when he was vice president, he wants the tax structure to be back at that point. Uh, so once again, this is assuming, this is assuming that, you know, we don't know what tax, Trump tax 2.0 looks like. So what I want to do is this, because I'll show you what, this is the, this is what, um, the seven looked like over here, right? This is what the seven looked like today. So this is, this is the, the, the difference in, in what's to be expected. Um, if, you know, if, if Trump was, uh, excuse me, if, um, if Biden was elected. So, uh, you can see that the, the total that you can make is, is a little different. Um, so if we did single, if we did, I mean, you can go through all of these they are all different. We didn't look at all of these. They're all the same percentages. It's just how much you can make. Right. Uh, so I'm just going to keep the single up, uh, single boom, single boom. Uh, you can see they're the taxable income bracket. So the, the 15%, the 12% went up to 40,000. This 15% is up to 37. After 37 to 91 is 25. Here, that same bracket up to 85 is 22. So um, three three to 4% uh, difference. But this one, this 28, this 28 is 32 down here. So if you're in the 163,000, uh, you would have saved more money on the old system because from 163 to... 190 you would have been paying 28 percent versus the 32 here so uh once again a little different uh between the two the the taxable income is different so this is this is what you can expect uh like i said this doesn't this this could change trump's plan or trump 2.0 tax plan could change um but this is what biden came out and said that he does want to go back to is this tax structure so um could help you could could not help you but this is only half the picture so go look up if, if this, with all this with all the knowledge that i that i've given you today go look up uh, and see and see the different things that come with taxes because you talk about standard deductions changing you talk about with standard deduction is just the the deduction that you know that that everyone gets you know baseline this is what you get if you can if you can if you itemize and you can and you itemize for more than the standard deduction you can do an itemized uh deduction that could give you a, a higher write-off uh so forth so on I'm not a tax professional and I will not do an episode on, on giving tax advice because I'm, that's not my lane to, to give you. Um, but this is, this, I can show you, this is public knowledge. You can go look all this up and I, I encourage you, I encourage you to go look this up. Don't, don't take anything, uh, like this from me in a sense. Um, I can tell you that this is what confidently I can tell you, this is what the, the ideas are. Uh, but go look up all the details for yourself and, and come up with, uh, with how how one could influence you more than the other uh and go look that up because once again i'm not here i'm not here to be political by any means but I, what i would do want is that i want you to have an expectation of what you can expect uh regardless of who wins so go look those up proposed structures how income tax changes uh 
the income tax changes affect you personally. So please be on top of those and understand that when they're changing, uh, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. So the, and we're going to get to that. So income taxes, the, the, the most important part of income tax, the most important part of income tax is, is filling out a W4 properly. So what is a W4? I knew you were going to ask me. So I just went ahead and I, and I was just going to tell you, so it's your, it's your, um, employee withholding form. So it's how much of your taxes are going to be held off of your paycheck. So when do you fill out a W-4? I knew that was gonna be your next question. So I'm prepared to answer it. Uh, you fill out your W-4 pretty much every time you get a new job. When you get, some companies require you to update these annually. Um, some, some, you know, they don't require you to do it other than when you first get hired. So, uh, ensure that you, that you know, um, sorry, ensure that you know what your, what your entire thing looks like, like what your, uh, W4 looks like and, and update it accordingly. Okay. So, but it, it pretty much just gives your company, uh, it tells them this is how much that is going to be withheld from my check and, and, you know, so forth and so on. So this is sent to the IRS. And then at the end of the year, your W2 shows you everything that was actually withheld. So that's the whole process. You fill out your W4 says this, is how much I want you to withhold. And then it comes whole full circle and says, this is how much we withheld on your W2 done employees withholding allowance certificate. So this is probably, if you haven't filled one of these out recently, this is what you remember filling out. So you filled out all of this stuff right here. Then you came down here to the bottom and you entered a bunch of ones for yourself and ones for extra jobs and deductions and all this, yada, yada, yada. You see all this. So this is what it used to look like. If you've, if you've filled out one of these before, you can know how painful they are. This is the new one. So this is the new form. As you can see, it's got this down here for your multiple jobs worksheet. Um, but up here, step one, step two, step three, step four is optional. Step five to sign single sheeter done. All right. So if this is the first time you've seen it, uh, there's a couple of reasons that you should go and fill this out again. Now, the thing I want to tell you about a W-4 is that a W-4 can be tinkered with, it can be adjusted whenever you want. So you, most companies, if they do online HR services, uh, you go online, you can fill the form out and boom, you're just done. Takes a couple days in this process. Your tax withholdings change, maybe next paycheck or the next paycheck. All right. So with that being said, when should you fill one of these out? When you first get hired and whenever things happen in life, uh, or the, or the major reasons you should. So divorces and marriages, kids, um, buying a house, taking a pay cut, getting a big raise. You should go fill out, go change your W4 withholdings. Go look at them, please. All right. Now this is the form. I went to IRS's website to pull it up. This is IRS form, current revision. Uh, boom, here it is. So this is the 2020 form couple of things that are about the 2024 that's different is they no longer ask you for that number of allowances uh, that you need to fill out over here on the side. So that's number one. Number two. Number two is that you can now on this sheet, you can now check if you're 
uh, unmarried and paid more than half the cost of keeping up a home for yourself and a qualifying individual. So qualifying individual, very important. If you file head of household, that means you are first off unmarried. Second off, you're taking care of either most likely your parent or a child. Okay. So very important. You understand that, but you can now, you couldn't do this on, uh, the old form. You couldn't file, you couldn't put head of household. So, uh, you can now do that on this form. So very important that you, that you understand that. So, um, easy to fill out. So step one is all of your personal information. Fill this out. You're done with that. So step two, multiple jobs and spouse works. So a couple of things, um, to remember about this. Ideally, I'm not a tax expert. I'm not a tax professional. Once again, I'm going off of what is recommended. The common recommendation. If your situation is totally different, please contact a tax professional to get advice on your individual circumstance. All right. The base recommendation is this. So if you, uh, if you, you, you fill out this part, if you have multiple jobs or your spouse works, so meaning y'all both have a job, y'all both are working individuals. Okay. So if that, if you fall into either one of those categories, you're filling out section two. Now, uh, ideally you're going to fill out section two to four at your highest paying job only. If you, and and as an individual, uh, are filling one of these out, if you have multiple jobs and, and and you're going to fill out two to four at your highest paying job, your set, your other, your other jobs, you would leave those blank and you would just fill out personal information and sign. Okay. That's ideally, that's what would happen. So, uh, that means all of your taxes are coming out of that main paycheck and you're not having additional withholdings from your other. So you would end up, um, you would end up breaking even on the two. Okay. So if you're married filing jointly, you can check if there are only two jobs total, you and a spouse, uh, this, you can check this. Boom. You check that you and your spouse can check that. The thing is, is if you check it, your spouse needs to check it too. So talk to your spouse if you're filing married jointly and check that. All right. Um, so look at this now, section three is where you claim dependents. So it's a lot easier than it used to be. Multiply the number by qualify of qualifying children are 17 by 2000. So if you had one kid, it'd be 2000. If you had two kids, it'd be 4,000 multiply number of other dependents. This would be where you would have qualifying individuals add the totals together. Boom. Now fill out all of these as other adjustments. Boom, 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 boom. Except for four C. So four C is four C is if you, uh, if you want additional money to be withheld. Now this is where it's going to get a little, a little tricky because, uh, this would vary person to person. So fill this out. This is the part that I would tell you, you can tinker with the most. So if you fill all this other stuff out and at the end of the year, so let's say you start this year, you fill all of this stuff out. Um, and at the end of the year, you get this huge tax, uh, bill. So you have a tax bill of $2,000, right? And that's not even huge compared to what some people get. So $2,000 
is your tax bill. What you can do is you can start to you can keep all of your other stuff the same and start to enter additional tax you want withheld each pay period until you can make do the math and figure out if you get paid every two weeks and you get 26 pay periods in a year. So if you had $2,000 and you had 26 pay periods, you could put an extra 76 or you could just say 80 bucks right there. And now they're going to withhold an additional $80 each pay period. Great, right? Because now at the end of the year, that additional with all of your other stuff the same, you would end up breaking even on your tax bill, which is phenomenal. Okay. So uh, this is all huge. This is good stuff because because people have this misconception that a tax refund is a good thing. So think about it. A ta- Let me tell you why a tax refund is not a good thing. So um, if you think, let me let me put this in practical terms. So I come up to you and I say, hey, uh, let me let me hold. Let me hold how much, let's say the average, the average tax or the average refund is, uh, $4,000. Hey man, let me, uh, let me hold $4,000 and I'll give it back to you at the end of the year. How do you feel? If you feel like you'd give me the $4,000, then maybe a tax refund is just for you. But that is practically what's happening when you're getting a tax refund. Your tax bill was your tax bill was let's use the the hundred thousand dollar a year example and you, your tax bill was eighteen thousand dollars if you got a four thousand dollar refund that means you paid twenty two thousand dollars towards your tax bill of eighteen thousand dollars so you overpaid your tax bill by four thousand and that's what you got back all right so that that's not good so the goal is to have a tax bill of eighteen thousand and pay eighteen thousand. There's your there's your goal amount. Now, is it possible? I mean, it's possible, probable, absolutely not. To get a zero dollar tax bill where you you don't receive a refund and you don't pay out anything is not completely likely. And I say that to say that your job's going to change, uh, something your life's going to change, uh, your deductions are going to change, your what you. Tax credits you qualify are going to change. So you may end up getting a refund. You may end up getting a refund. But what I would challenge you is to say, let your refund be driven by tax credits that you didn't know you qualified for or by deductions that you contributed to. Let that drive your your, your refund. Now, if in 2019 tax year, you have a refund of $3,000, I encourage you to come in and stop having the government withhold so much money. So that's where you would change your W-4 and say, hey, I'm getting $4,000 a year. I do not need them holding back as much money as they are. They're taking money uh, because think about it. What are they doing? If I ask you to let me hold $4,000 and pay you back at the end of the year, that was money that you, if I did that, that was $4,000 that you had to spend on your expenses. So when we were talking about budgeting, when we were talking about coming up with how much money uh, you need to survive each month, how much your income is, what if you can increase your income just by decreasing the amount that's being withheld from your check, right? So if you're, if you're having a huge tax refund at the end of the year, but you're struggling all year long to pay your bills, I, I highly encourage you go update your W-4, 
have them stop holding so much money out of your paycheck, start having that as take home pay and breaking even at the end of the year. Because if I looked up a statistic that said how much money is wasted, uh, I'm just curious. I don't know if this pops back anything. It's percentage of tax refunds that are wasted. Is that even a thing? Can you look that up? There we go. Look at this. Encouraging and troubling. Well, that's good. That's good for me to know because I would have easily said 50%. Um, I would have easily said 50%. So this is very good for me to read. Uh, so I'll, I'll read this. But 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 this is, this is what I'm talking about is that... Um, is that don't let don't let a tax refund be an income it shouldn't be an income to you if you're looking forward to a tax refund uh because you need the money it's you're absolutely looking at it wrong it mean it, what that means is that you're you're mismanaging your w4 they're taking out too much money and you're struggling all year to where you now end up thinking that you need a refund just to catch you up but they've been taking the extra money all year long. So fix it while you can fix it because because your W-4 can be changed. I've went over that. You can adjust your withholdings. So it's very important that you you go in there, you, you look at how much is being withheld. If too much is being withheld. Oh, that brings me to a, a valuable point. So um, income tax uh, withholding calculator. So they actually have... Um, they actually have estimators that that you can go in here, put how much you're like. If I was gonna do single, no, uh, no. Do you or will you hold a job this year with paychecks? Is right. Yes. So if I held one job, no. So check all. So go through all of this stuff. Um, but anyways, so go through all this stuff and you can, you can figure out if you're on track for your tax bill. So I challenge you to say, if you're, if you're on track, uh, or you're, you have way too much money being withheld that you go and you can adjust your W4 now. Uh, with with two months to go and not have that extra money but going into a holiday season where people are you know struggling financially or, or due to covid or uh you know employments you know varies um i challenge you go go do one of those calculators that's not my challenge for the week but i mean you could play it off of it right um let that be the the starting point for you go look at, at, at how much you've had withheld go because what the calculator will ask you is it'll say um how much go look at your pay stub your most recent pay stub and it'll ask you how much money you've made and how much uh, money has been withheld when you go through and you do that calculation on any of the calculators it'll show you if you if you're going to be able to meet your tax bill at your current rate so based off of what you currently have had withheld to what you've currently earned it can tell you if you're on track or not so uh, this is vital. It's absolutely vital that you that you go and know that and then update your W-4. That's my challenge this week. Update your W-4. 
because you do not want to give free loan money to to the government. You don't want to just hand them money and wait for them to hand it back because it earns nothing. We've talked about interest. We've talked about all these things, but a, a free loan to the government earns you nothing. So, so I, I challenge you. I encourage you. Go look at your go look at your W four, um, and, and and know. But income tax is all about you. So your income tax, everything I've said is your. This is your stuff. This is your baby. Your income tax. Your money. Where where's it going? You can change these things. So it starts with you, and that's where the, uh, we talked about it before. But that's where the financial mirror came from. Is that a lot of these things are, are you have to take onus of your budgeting, your budgeting, your retirement, your retirement. These are your things, um, and I can I can give you all of these these snippets and all of these these items and calculators and knowledge and Google Sheets and all this stuff. But if you're not doing what needs to be done. You can't be surprised with your outcome. This is yours. Take onus of it and don't be surprised. Know all of your state laws. Know all of your federal tax laws. Know when they're changing. Uh, and, and don't be surprised. Keep yourself. Everyone's comfortable position is different. What I'm comfortable with, uh, I prefer, so this is just a preference thing. I prefer to be on the paying side of my income tax. I prefer to have a tax bill at the end of the year that I pay out of my pocket that I haven't, I have a, a knowledge to know that I may have a tax bill at the end of the year. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay having a tax bill at the end of the year that I pay out of pocket for because it's nothing more than, than an expense at the end of my year. So while everyone else is saving up for, for whatever, like I set aside money for my tax bill that I may not have had enough money withheld. Right. So that, that's, that's, that's how I do it. That's not how you have to do it. And once again, I'm not a tax professional, so I'm not here to tell you that's how you should do it. Everyone's position, everyone's comfort level is different. So please, I encourage you, figure out your comfort level, hit a calculator, see if you're on track. If you're not, change your W-4. At, at least go and update your W-4. Take the time to go update it. Spend this week updating your W-4, knowing how much money is being withheld, um, and don't be surprised. So the big thing about not being surprised is that uh, tax laws change, state, federal tax laws change, uh, and you don't you you don't have to worry uh, as much about it. Looking it all up yourself. Continue to tune in to the Financial Mirror. Continue to tune in. Follow on uh, Twitter. Follow on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the all the social media. Uh, when I see stuff, I, I'm going to post it. So you'll see it. Uh, you'll have you'll have insight into it know that know that the knowledge is going to be out there you just gotta you've gotta you've gotta see it uh so you can know where to change but i'll do continue to do streams when i see stuff that just that i think everyone really needs to hear really needs to see like i said this income tax thing was was off the off the cuff like i i did not plan on talking about income tax this week but uh we i started seeing a lot about it i started hearing a lot about it and i said man like i really um I really want I really want everyone to see what what income taxes are are about. So so please go uh Pippa said if you're retired withholdings are set. So that's good to know. I didn't know that. Uh so if you're retired already and you're watching this, know that your income your uh withholdings are set. Uh so you 
let that be known. But if you're a working individual and you're you're working at a W-2 job, a job that receives a W-2, you have a W-4 that is associated with that job. So go check your W-4 if you have a W-2 position. If you're not, if you're not, um, if you're a self-employed individual, you're just totally different. We went over the the self-employed portion where you you have a flat tax rate, fifteen point three percent that you're you need to set aside, and that's you know that's and then you still have your your state taxes, so forth and so on. So please go go look at this stuff, track it, maintain it, uh, and know that that you you do not have to be surprised in the year with your tax bill. So. Uh, that's all I've got. Hopefully this hopefully this video uh, touched some part and, and let you know that, that you know that income taxes is not complicated in a sense that of the information. Uh, calculating it, it can be complicated if you don't know where to look. But hopefully I give you the tools uh, that you need to to know where to look at to understand where income taxes come from, uh, how they work, where they originated, uh, and that you got something out of this. So, uh, like I said. If you have any questions, if you want to follow up on this, uh, please go to thefinancialmirror.org at the bottom right. Uh, for anyone that, that hasn't seen, uh, I'll just show you. The, there's, a, there's a contact form on thefinancialmirror.org. So when you go there, when you go to thefinancialmirror.org, the website, uh, let's mute this. I don't want everyone to start hearing me twice. So if you go there, you can see the, the live stream pops up here. Um, with the with the chat box over here uh, but when you go up down here to the bottom so this is all the all the, the stuff i post um you got all the videos but right here contact me throw in an email um throw in your name your message hit send uh, and and go from there and just know that that mess that email will come straight to me uh that that you don't that you you you'll easily be able to um, contact me, get get feedback from me if, if that's if that's what you need. Uh, most importantly, uh, once again, I appreciate you all watching. Uh, but next week, I'll have have some brand new content for you. Uh, but we never know. I might I might go into the investing. So the, I was supposed to do investing today. So um, I might go into investing tomorrow or not tomorrow Whew, that'd be rough uh might go into investing next week uh but if something comes up like i love to talk about things as i hear them so if you have some of uh, some suggestions please let me know otherwise uh, i'll see you next week